is a situation. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate. You know when, so I've, I've walked into the studio, I put my coffee down, I bumped the table, and a little bit of coffee spilled, just one or two drops, and I went around the rim on the bottom of the coffee. So now there's, and I haven't got a cloth with me. So now I'm like, do I do the thing of wiping it on my leg? Like, do, how do I, you know what I mean? It's a bit of a situation. Anyway, I hope that is a good, and I need more coffee. I hope you guys have had a good weekend. A uh, couple of things. So this morning, I'm driving on the highway. It's busy, there's a lot of cars. As I get to the William Nickel off-ramp where I need to go to the office, there's, there's two lanes going. There's a guy kind of diagonal in front of me, got a car, got a bit of trailer on, and then out of nowhere, on the left-hand side, this old lady comes along. She must be late because she's driving pretty quick. And she kind of, there's a gap in front of this guy's car, right, as the traffic's moving. And she goes in there because she now has to turn. And I can see, like, I can see him lose his mind. Total road rage. Fuck! And he's shouting and screaming. And I saw someone in the back of the car do, like, a pistol thing and, like, shoot at her. I'm like, fuck, whatever. And he's like this. And you can see, like, honking and everything. And this old lady, she literally, she looked back. I'm watching this now, right? Crawling along. And she's like, sorry, 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 whatever. Anyway, so the, the drama dies down and they're edging forward, edging forward, edging forward. And at some stage, he then pulls up next to her. And, and this must be, fuck, it was like five minutes later because it's slow traffic. I mean, I listened to at least one and a half songs and then this happened. So they pull up next to her and they open the windows and they're shouting and screaming. Now I'm thinking to myself, right, whether she's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. But he kept that rage. This person kept this rage and anger inside of him for one and a half songs in my world. And then when he got there, then he started going after her again. And they're shouting and he's like pulling that size and, nah, nah, nah. and I'm like, dude, you need to calm the fuck down. You really, really need to slow down. It's done. It's done. There's no harm, no foul. She did. She said sorry. She moved on. You didn't move on. And it's just, it's scary to me how people can hang on to such intense anger and hate. And I'm wondering then, what happened in your world, John, that you're such a miserable bastard this morning? That you had that, yes, yes, things happen in traffic. It's, you know what? People will pull in front of you. But it happens. Move on. Move on. Say thank you, say please, flash your lights, wave your hand, just move on. It's such a thing, hey. Um, what else? So, <laughs> had dinner last night uh, with Jonna and a client of ours, and quite a few clients over the week, previous week, one this morning. And we're approaching a very funny time of year. Not funny, haha. Funny like, ugh. And that's the festive season, it's on fast approach, it's on a final approach. Put your seat backs up and your food trays in its original position. We're about to come into festive season. And last year I ran a five-week training, uh, coaching program called Into 2022. Because here's the thing with the festive season and Christmas and all that. Is we are made through time, through um, media, through Mariah Carey's incessant Christmas album, through all these things, we are made to believe that we have to be joyous and happy and just ah, amazing and love everybody. That's not the reality. 
It's not the reality. You don't have to be happy because people think you have to be. You need to do you. You don't have to just bend to every Christmas party. You don't have to eat as much as you, as everybody expects you to at the family gathering. You don't have to drink as much as everybody think you should. You don't have to spend as much as we are made believe we should in order to have a good Christmas. Then, on top of that, throw in New Year's resolutions. And that fucks a lot of people up because since young kids, we were 1st of January, it's a new start, make a resolution. The gyms are full from the 1st of Jan by the 1st of Feb, there's nobody there anymore. It's setting you up yourself up for failure. And the whole psychology around the festive season is a little bit skewed and broken, if you ask me. So last year I ran this training thing, this coaching thing, to kind of look at how to manage anxiety going into the festive season. Festive season anxiety. The, the feeling of, of depression, of going back and thinking, shit, did, and this is leading up to New Year's resolutions. Did I really do my best this year? What can I do next year to not be as shitty as this year? Does this ring bells? Because it's real. It's very real to people. And then in South Africa, I don't sure where you guys live, but people start becoming rude and unnecessary because they want their stuff done before everything shuts down on the 16th of December. So they get rude. So then you deal with that shit, right? Then you walk downstairs, go meet someone for coffee or whatever. And at all the bars, people are having year-end functions. It's a very strange dichotomy. You've got all these different things playing in. But I don't know. The festive season for me. So I'm thinking now. I've, got, I've been working on these online things, right? Packages and programs. I'm thinking of doing something similar. To run another six-week program starting on the 1st of December. Well, maybe the week before. And then once a week run a webinar for whoever signed up. You get your worksheets and your kind of homework and things to focus on and coping mechanisms for the week. Next week, webinar, and then we carry on from there. All the way through mid-January because that is a tough time. It's a lot of people start new jobs. A lot of people, children go from primary school to high school. You go from high school to university. It's your first day in a new job for January. We have, we have all this pressure saying that you have to be the fresh new you. That's harsh. Oh, and then, so most of you say that, right? A lot of you say that. But then you get so fucked drunk on the 31st, you wake up with a hangover and you only catch up to Jan on the 3rd of, Jan, uh, 3rd of January, you catch up. All of these things add these little bits of stress to us. I have to be happy. I have to go to every family gathering. I have to spend a lot of money. I have to, I have to, I have to. On top of it with the, 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 the automatic look back at the year and judging yourself based because now you have to look at a new year. So you start reassessing the old. It's a very strange time. So looking at doing that, um, I might be announcing that in the next little while, but we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, the festive season. Woohoo, here we go. I can't believe it's a couple, it's like six weeks or something to Christmas almost, hey? It's messed up. It's messed up. Uh, training's going well. I have eight days left of Sober October's training. 500 calories yesterday as well. I did it like four in the afternoon. I just sat on the bike just to get to 500 because I cannot fail now. Cannot stop now. I've done 21 days back to back. I've always been physically active and all that. But 500 a day is a lot. But I said to someone yesterday, hey, maybe I should just keep going, see how long I can do it for. Feels good, it gives you something to focus on, which I think a lot of people don't have. And it's for me and it's my time, it's just an upside. Anyway. Um, I finalized my presentation details for my Chicago presentation, which takes place on the 4th of December, if you're in the area. I am gonna try and record it. I'll speak to the guys there because it's called um, How COVID Changed 
nature photography and the creative process. And I go down the road of how it changed for me and what changed and how it changed. And also then how the creative process is perceived before and after COVID. Because if you as a creative, actually for anybody, anybody, any of you, if you're not taking in consideration how your mental state, your headspace, your emotions, for good and bad, affect your creative process, and then by, by definition as well, your life, you're missing out. You're missing out. There's a lot of good stuff in there. It's the same as I've been doing some shadow work with quite a few of my clients. I call it dark psychology, if you will. It's when you wake up in the morning, one o'clock, and there's those voices in the back of your head. They remind you of things that you've done. Guilt, shame, embarrassment, regret, anger, hatred, longing, whatever, right? And it's hard to deal with, but there's so much positive energy that you can extract from it if you know how. Why am I telling you this? I'm just talking here. It's because of, why am I telling you that? Brain's working too fast this morning. Still need coffee to slow it down, actually. Mm. It's that, anyway, it's, there's good, anyway, if you have any bad, oh, the photography side of it. So if you have, see, I got it. If, <laughs> if you have any of those dark emotions, try and photograph guilt. Try and photograph shame. Try and photograph anger, hatred, embarrassment. Because, and I said this to, to, to my wild eye client last night, is if you think about something, let's say you're thinking about shame, you're ashamed of something, then you write about shame, journaling. Then you talk about shame to someone, to me, to a therapist, to a coach, whatever. The brain waves changes. So you're getting multiple different ways of processing the same thing because your brain waves literally change. Now, if you can take that, the writing part of it, you take an emotion for good or bad and you try and photograph it, you make it a part of your creative process. The way you process it brainwave wise, golden. So that was my story. I'm gonna go now because I am talking a lot and I have work to do. I must finish my Utah trip for Feb. Hope I can pull that one out. Um, yes. Question for the day. What's your goals for the week? What do you wanna hopefully achieve by the time Friday rolls around? I'm gonna go. Have a great day, guys. Don't forget to be awesome. I'll see you later. Bye for now.